Hola, everybody. Welcome to the Chats with Yvonne podcast with me, your host, Yvonne Armenta, where I talk about public speaking con cultura. And I have to start off by saying that it's pouring rain outside. It's pretty hard, so hopefully you can't hear it. But if you do, maybe it's soothing. I personally love the sound of rain, so hopefully if you do hear it, it soothes you a bit as well. <laughs> Today's episode is dedicated to exploring what it means to be a thinking introvert. Last episode, I talked about what it means to be a social introvert. So if you haven't listened to that one and you're interested, go check it out. It's a good part one to, to this episode. I mentioned that I'm a social introvert, but I also think that I may be a thinking introvert, especially after doing a little bit more research. And I thought to myself, is it possible to be more than one? And while some people may disagree with me, I definitely think so. Because really, at the end of the day, these are labels that help us make sense of our day-to-day -day and lived experiences. But we're also complex human beings. We can exist in many different realities. This episode will follow a very similar format to the last episode. We'll talk about what it means to be a thinking introvert, some of the characteristics of a thinking introvert, and I'll end with some insight into how being a thinking introvert might make you an incredible public speaker. Like I did in the last video, how many times do I say thinking introvert? <laughs> I shared the definition of a thinking introvert in last episode, but let's go over it one more time. People with high levels of thinking introversion don't share the aversion to social events people usually associate with introversion. Instead, this style of introversion just means a person who tends to be introspective, thoughtful, and self-reflective. You're imaginative and creative. You take your time thinking before answering. And I'll start off by saying that in general, introverts tend to think a lot more, and as a result, probably say a lot less, especially in settings that reward extroversion. Let's get that out the way. Susan Cain, author of Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking, points out that extroverts are more likely to focus on what's happening around them, while introverts ask themselves, what if? In a CNBC article titled, A Neuroscientist Shares the Four Highly Coveted Skills That Set Introverts Apart, Their Brains Work Differently, written by Frederick Fabridius, so sorry if I didn't pronounce that right, they say that introverts think more. They say that there's something called gray matter that exists in the outermost layer of the brain, which serves to process and release new information to the brain. That in fact, a Harvard study found that introverts' brains have a thicker gray matter compared to extroverts. And introverts also showed more activity in the frontal lobes where analysis and rational thought take place. And in a different study, they scanned brains of both introverts and extroverts and found that even in a relaxed state, the introverted brain was more active with increased blood flow. Y'all. That means I really am an overthinker by nature. <laughs> On top of all the things that could lead me to second guessing myself or treading lightly in certain spaces, like being first gen, Latina, oldest daughter of immigrants, I'm also an introvert and my brain is quite literally responsible for me thinking so much. Now, I obviously don't wanna say that overthinking is a negative thing. I think sometimes we definitely do associate it with being negative, but it makes me want to redefine, reclaim, or just change my perspective on the word overthinking. Like I'm thinking just enough, just the perfect amount. The thinking allows me to come up with creative solutions. It helps me listen and truly understand everyone. 
It makes me more empathetic. It helps me view the world from different lenses, and that helps me create a space, particularly within the public speaking industry, that everyone can feel safe in and seen in, whether you're Latina, an introvert or not. As introverts, we will always think from multiple lenses, and I think that's beautiful and one of our many strengths. And knowing that this is the case for most introverts, that we think a lot, it gives us some perspective about what the thinking introvert is like. So I want to list off a couple of characteristics that may be true for thinking introverts. You're called the philosopher and dreamer of the group. You have a creative imagination. You stay curious and love learning. You like to be intellectually challenged. You are extremely empathetic. You love your alone time because it gives you space to explore your own thoughts and feelings and come out of that with incredible insights and creative ideas. So you know how it's the thing that introverts need five to seven business days to recover from a social interaction. That is true for you. But what you do during that time is you think deeply, whether it's about the interactions that you just had or making sense of things that you observed at a networking event. You need that alone time to be able to process those thoughts. And it's how you come up with those creative and genius ideas. And if we only had three words to describe you, thinking introvert, they'd be critical thinker, creative, and empathetic. Like, damn, those are some good words. I would love to be described that way. You can analyze information, recognize patterns, and problem solve. And combine that with your empathetic side, that makes you an excellent listener, compassionate friend, and I would say expert in your field with the ability to share knowledge creatively in a way that people can understand, in a way that people actually want to listen to. As a thinking introvert myself, I will say that while thinking so deeply is one of my gifts for sure, it also bites me in the butt sometimes. It's why networking is so hard for me. I hate small talk and just want to skip to the part where you tell me about your passions <laughs> or about what you learned from traveling solo for a week or even stand back and notice how everyone interacts with one another. Go home and think about ways to make the spaces that I create include the things that I enjoyed and remove the things that aren't so fun about networking. As a thinking introvert, it's so important to know where to use your energy. If you're in an environment that doesn't honor your thinking introversion, or maybe let's say you're in a workplace that doesn't take the time or give you the time to think and share your creative ideas and then actually implement them, you should preserve your genius for a space that does. And the stage might just be it. This is how thinking introverts can show up as public speakers and what I think your strengths are. The first thing that comes to mind when I think about this is how, as thinking introverts, you're able to bring ideas together in a creative way. I'm talking while you're on stage, you merge two topics or multiple topics that would otherwise not seem to be related at all, and you create a bridge between them. That's that creativity you possess. I think of it like thinking outside the box, but within it all at the same time, because that's really important to communicating to an audience. You're able to think of every possible angle deeply. And I think specifically for persuasive speaking, this is such a strength. 
When I had my first keynote, I was given a prompt and I sat for many days thinking about how I could get creative with it. And if I'm being honest, I actually think the idea came to me right away because as a thinking introvert, you're constantly thinking. So by the time that you need to present your idea, you're probably already ready. And by the way, if you've watched the video before of my first public speaking engagement, I think it's still up on, on YouTube. It's PBL World. Sorry, that wasn't my best, but we all start somewhere. But something that I am really proud of is getting creative with how I presented. The speech was supposed to be all around my experience with project-based learning. When I was in high school, there were core competencies that we had to prove we had mastered. And the way we did this was through projects and talking about our work. So public speaking. And one of the biggest presentations I gave was as a senior about to graduate. They had us take a look back at some of our best projects and use them to prove why we were ready to move on to the next phase of our lives, which was at the time college, and attach a metaphor that exemplified our growth. So it wasn't just, hey, these are the grades. This is the grade that you got. Great. You can graduate. It was about what did you actually learn? Talk to me about it and think creatively about it by adding that metaphor. And because the entire point of my first keynote was to share how impactful this type of curriculum can be and why it's worth implementing, I decided to immerse my audience in what it was like to work on this presentation and also follow some of the structure that I had when I was in high school. So I made a claim that project-based learning allows for student agency and helps create barrier breakers in any field they choose. Then I attached a metaphor to it and I called it my life's project. I didn't simply state my claim and then provide evidence. I found a way to meet my audience where they were and show them where their students could be. As a thinking introvert, you have the ability to think so creatively and that allows for a unique public speaking experience for both yourself and the audience. It's like the stage becomes the one place where you can freely share those thoughts that have been marinating in your mind for so long. And it's why I believe that introverts make such great public speakers. I will say this over and over again. You've thought deeply about what you're going to say. You're not just speaking to speak. You have substance. You're speaking to inspire, to provide solutions. That's what drives you. And that's what audiences look for. You don't have to pretend to care because you actually genuinely do. And though we are more reserved, when called to go on a stage, we're ready. And we do what we have to do to prepare for that moment. If you'd like to learn more about being a thinking introvert, check out some of the articles linked on this podcast description and keep an eye out on my social platforms for short segments covering introversion as it relates to public speaking. My goal on TikTok is to get to 10K so that I can create bookmarks for all of these segments and you can more easily find them. Because I'm under that, I don't have access to that feature, which is whackity whack whack. So this is my little plug. If you don't follow me on TikTok yet, would love your support there. I'll also be posting on Instagram, of course. This was a bit of a shorter segment than the first segment on social introverts, but I think it's because in that first one, we had a little bit more context to cover. Keep an eye out for the next segments where I will talk about the restrained introvert and the anxious introvert. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like this episode, consider sharing it with your amigas, fellow introverts, or community. And feel free to share your thoughts and tag me at Chats with Yvonne. Hasta luego, everybody.